Welcome, everybody, to the KFA Court. I am an attorney. My name is Ben Albert. To my far left, we have our judge, the honorable, kind of, Zeke Sublet. I'll take it. And we have, to his right, my left, right smack dab in the middle, Randy Ramos. Take three. Had to bring that up, huh? Ben, how are you feeling? I'm actually, you guys gave me a bagel that was not toasted with butter on the outside. Not very happy about that. Um, but I have some sour cream and onion chips with some water, so I'm pretty feeling good right now. All right. For our listeners, some context. Uh, to break kayfabe, this is the same day we recorded The Chamber of Horrors. Yes. Um, Why you gotta do that? As you may notice in most of our podcasts, we only record while, you know, day drinking on a Sunday. Sure. Give me a hell yeah! Sure. And uh, Ben, not so good. Yeah, no, we learned today something was new way about worse ben. than usual. We learned something new about Ben. You gotta watch what he drinks, I guess. Like, <laughs> I will drink a lot very quickly, and it will be a shit show. Randy and I, who have known each other for the better half of ten years, uh, you know, we, you know, there's good been many. <laughs> I mean, if you want to say good at it, yeah, I guess that's the best way to put it. That's not I, a good thing. I told Ben, I gave Ben a bagel. I saw a bagel, and I saw a drunk man, and I said, "Ben, you need to eat this bagel." Most no questions. Just eat it and just get that into your system so that you can, you know, sober up a little bit. It was uncooked. And he was just like, I can't eat this bagel. It's not cooked. All bagels are cooked. Bagel diva. It was untoasted, buttered on the outside, still questioning that. Not happy about it. Right, but when you get to his I ate half a bag of sour cream and onion chips, though. Yeah, that's... We're good. We're good. We got this. You're doing Scott Hall in 99 WCW bringing vodka to the ring. Yeah. Mang. All you had to do was just, like, down the bagel and just get it into your system, but you just became a diva the whole time. Mm. Like, oh, like, I'm not looking to help you. I'm not cooking you a meal here. I'm just trying to get you to sober up a little bit, and you just were I don't think such a diva. I don't think pressing a fucking button on a toaster is cooking a meal. Um, I don't live here. I don't know where Randy's toaster is. To be fair, I don't know where it is. So welcome to pre-trial motions. There it is. Pre-trial motions. Pre-trial motions. Uh, we're going to be introducing the next case and also burying our friend Ben because he's not good with alcohol. Yep. And I have a headache. You have a lot of things probably wrong with you right now. Yeah, my knee hurts. Congratulations on your Monday diarrhea. <laughs> That's a thing. So, in the interest of burying Ben further, Benjamin. Yes. Ben Hameen. Hi. What will be case number three? Case number three will be the best Vince versus God. Mm. Shawn Michaels and God versus, in his own mind, God, Vince McMahon, <laughs> and his son Shane, who he probably conceives as Jesus. I don't yeah. know how this is going to go. And we'll see how this goes as Zeke, a relatively religious man, <laughs> Yeah. Look, I mean, I, I this, this was an angle. Uh, look, I'm familiar with this angle. I know, you know. Of it when it happened. Yeah. But you've had um, a lot of life in the last 11 years. Totally. Totally. Um, look, as, as a religious man, it, it, I, I'm going to approach this probably the same exact way that uh, Shawn Michaels approached this. It's um, a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> you had a giant alcohol problem and then disappeared and found God? 
Is that how you're gonna approach this it? This is like three years after he's sober. That's that's no, no. Look, Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels saw an opportunity on paper. It seemed like a good idea. Um, Not so much. You know, at this at this point, um, I think Vince McMahon was was playing up a huge comedic element. Like he was trying to. He was basically his comedic chops were what was getting him what he thought was over. Um, and he thought, oh, let's bring God into the mix. Well, I think he thought in the buildup that it was like, um, almost like an airplane or a naked gun with like a lot of his stuff in the, uh, churches. Yeah. Where he, he was like doing the Triple H thing with holy water. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's, that's besides the point. What I'm trying to say is. Ben's drunk. I'm, I'm willing to, uh, you know, not, not be lame and be like, oh, we can't have this conversation. We can't talk about this topic because God is involved in it. And even though... You we know, have a professed love of uh, Reverend Devon. <laughs> yeah, we do. Uh, and Deacon Batista. Even Come though on. this was, you know, from my understanding of, of this angle, it was, you know, super shallow. It was low, it was low, low bar. Low bar. It was a low bar angle. Um, I'm willing to hear you guys' takes on it um, to see if maybe this this actually was something that was definitely terrible or maybe there's, you know... Moderately mediocre. Maybe something good came from this. And for the case, I will be the defense and Benjamin will be prosecuting. And... I don't think we have the charges picked out yet, but yeah, I don't, by I the time we get to the that. case time, he will. Um, Look, you if you guys have any suggestions for the charges, yeah. again, um, if only there was a way for you guys to get at, at us. There might be a way. To get um, to get to us. Think, yeah. Do you know what that is? I, I kind of forgot. Well, we have a Facebook. Yeah, we do have one of those. We have do an we? Instagram. Oh. Yeah. We have a Twitter. Mm-hmm. Oh. All you guys have to do is just... Get, get at us. Get at us. Yeah, that's it's or, pretty or, easy. Or hit us up. Yeah. yeah, you gotta. You gotta. Why would get, they hit at us? Uh, hit us up when they can get at us. Yep. Oh. I mean, that's like the that's the B level. Uh, oh. Yeah. yeah I mean, got get, it. Get that's NWOB team catchphrase. Oh, okay. All right, I got it. Mm. 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 Got to get those over. Mm. Mm. Good pod. Mm. Mm. So, for this thing, look, you've got you've got three humongous names. You've got well, I would argue three four. well-known names and, and the four. most yeah. Come on, God. Man. True. That is true. But God, who is the most over with 85% of the country we live in. Yep, that is true. Um, so who is involved in this match there, Zeke? You've got... As I already said. Vince McMahon. You've yeah. got Shane McMahon. Yeah? And you've got... God. HBK. Who, who is, is HBK's tag team partner? God. But HBK, uh, who is wrestling God? This is like a... It's him and Manami Toyota. I feel like this is that whole trick question. You know, who would win in the fight, Lemmy or God? You're right. It is a trick question. Lemmy is a God. Allegedly. That was good. Yeah, I enjoyed um, that. But look, this is an angle. You know, I'm only vaguely aware of, of the pay-per-view aspect of it. Um, it was not my... my f- when, I, when I watched it the first time, I was not a... Week to week watcher, week to week watcher, and I also wasn't a huge fan of the angle. But <laughs> I, I don't this, think most people were. Yeah, the point of this <laughs> podcast is to see maybe through a lot of research, time, and effort, and discussion and debate, 
maybe so, this furthered something. Maybe this furthered something. I don't know. To me, it, it seemed like kind of a stalemate. But that's up to you two, Ben and Randy, because one of you guys is going to have to de- defend this. Yeah, Ben. The other one is going to have to just wait. Yeah, you're the you're defending. I know. This. I tried to trick you. Come on, man. Yeah. Too early. Yeah. One we're of you defends it. The other one sold the farm too early on this yeah. one. Yeah. One of you defends it. The other one holds true to the you know national average that this was a really really bad idea. So they're probably of that eighty five percent of. Uh, Catholics or Christians, there's probably twelve percent who were like, "God's going over." And I mean, I think, <laughs> I think a big, I think a big question is that, like, you know, uh, HBK, who, you know, is very devout and and does not shy away from his beliefs, agreed to this, and yeah. that's going to be a topic of discussion. But the kayfabe defense of it, um, I'm not looking forward to. <laughs> yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> But this, yeah, is, you know, yeah. this is our job. This is our job. This is what we do. Which is why if I even get like one thing thrown out here, it's a minor miracle. Yeah. <laughs> Pun intended. Um, <laughs> Come so on. So we have one case that we are we have on the docket. We have mm-hmm. loaded up and ready to go. Uh, but we want to hear from you guys, our listeners, if you have an, something that you um, – watched and, and saw on your love of WWE that you think we should talk about? Yeah, if you have a angle. if you have a personal favorite that is considered to be bad and you want someone to defend it or yeah. you have points you would like us to say, you know, get at us on the normal three. Yeah, or if you have something that people think was good and you hated. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, and you want someone to argue the bad points and you have bad points about it, we are open to all um, listener submissions for cases. Yeah, totally. Totally. So we have a guest in the studio today, Ben. I think you're the best Hi. person to introduce. Yes, Eric. Ben, as our as our social media coordinator. That's right. Um, would you like to help introduce the art department? Absolutely. So it is my amazing girlfriend. She is our art director. Yep. All of the art that we do for any of the cases are done by her. Mm-hmm. Her name is Morgan Apparato. Morgan, here you go. What's up, Morgan? Not much. <laughs> How you feeling? Uh, burnt. Yeah. Burnt. You've been partying with us all day, and we appreciate your patience. <laughs> uh, but uh, leading up to this, we've been doing a lot of recording. We've been doing a lot of stuff to, to lead up to, to this moment here. So thanks for hanging out with us. How you like? How's your weekend been going? What's new in your world? Talk to us. It's been going. I came up from camping. So, yeah. I mean, otherwise. Yeah, you guys Good. are in Vermont. Yeah, we were in Vermont. Yeah. And for for people listening, um, what is your level of wrestling fan? Uh, moderate. Yeah. <laughs> Mo- mostly, mostly WWE. I'm kind of I'm kind of closed out of everything. Yeah. I watch occasionally. I watch like some New Japan stuff with him, but otherwise, not much. If you had to guess who was a bigger fan, um, you or Zeke? <laughs> Probably <laughs> Zeke. <laughs> I'll take it. Right. And, uh, Morgan, <laughs> you help me get over on this. Thank You're you welcome. So <laughs> uh, yeah, Morgan's been pretty interesting for like last year and a half. Uh, <laughs> she came to uh, NXT LOL with me and Ben, and we saw Balor lose to Joe there, which yep. blew depressing. all the minds. Which, on a personal level, that was a very depressing day for me because that was the day Prince died. That's you came to TLC with us. 
Yes, she was at uh, a TLC. great TLC last yeah. year's. That I mean, was a beautiful TLC. Uh, 2015? No, that was 16. No, 15. Cause it was, it oh, was 15. It was 15. I'm that, sorry. That was, I'm sorry. Uh, that was Sheamus and Roman was the main event. That's right. And, and then he attacked Triple There was that yeah. beautiful ladder match. Oh, where Callisto with the. Where Callisto oh. did the rising, whatever the sun move is. Dude, that, that was just, oh my God. That spot, to be there in person, that was scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every male in that room. That was a gasp. Had a rescinded testicle at that point. Zeke, it's called a Salida del Sol. Salida del Sol. Some, I knew there was a. Well, of course we wouldn't know it because they buried the dude for the last while. Like he should be the new Mysterio, but I mean, how do you do that move and then like nothing happened? Right. So so yeah. So our our art department has a a pretty decent wrestling knowledge, and as often discussed, whenever uh, me and Ben watch wrestling or Zeke is up to watch it with us. We often have very many discussions with Morgan over who is the most attractive wrestler. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yes. Fuck you. This is not happening. No, okay. it's happening. So here's the thing. Morgan has uh, zero filter, <laughs> and the three of us who also have the same kind of, you can call it a flaw, but Morgan is not afraid to say how she really feels. And it's beautiful. And it's really, really great, and I hope that never changes. <laughs> so we're going to try and get a top five. A top five? Bangable wrestlers. Top five oh bangable wrestlers. Oh, my God. I don't know. Okay. All right. Now, is she just limited to males? No. Oh, no, 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 okay. But oh, Jesus. Dude, it's, it's 2017. Too wide. You, you too wide. You, girl. Okay, too you. wide. Top of the head, who's the first one you think of? Finn Balor. I was going to say, and why is it Finn Balor? <laughs> Finn, I don't have Pasta Balor. That is the most sexual entrance Absolutely. in wrestling. And like, uh, I'll talk to dudes about it, and they're like, what are you talking about? I'm like, City. he shoves his dick in camera. Ab yeah. City. Oh, yeah. Well, the dude, was, he has 11 and a half abs. I yeah. like practically and maybe look, one of them is the gone. screen every time he comes on. It's well, he, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame it. Stupid Sexy Balor. <laughs> oh, fucking yeah. Stupid Sexy Balor. Stupid Sexy Balor. All right, so, you, so Finn Balor. Number one. Uh, what, uh, go on, Morgan. Who else? Shit, fuck. Oh, what about your, your other nickname namesake there, uh, Johnny Morgano? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you met him in person, too. I did. I well, did not get to shake his hand, though. Ben got to shake his hand. Would you have shook anything else? <laughs> I shook his hand. All right, so Johnny Gorgano. I could have. All right, I so number one, Finn Balor. Number two, Johnny Gorgano. Who else? Oh. Becky Lynch. Okay. Becky Lynch. Yeah, don't blame me on that at all. Who else? Sasha Banks. Sasha Banks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Two we can agree on. Yeah. <laughs> all of us. <laughs> well, um, I'm, I'm so far, I've, ag- I've personally agreed on all four. but I see her point with the other two, <laughs> but I can't say personally. I put them in my five. <laughs> um, Torn. Torn. Fandango. Huh? Fandango. Uh, possibly. No, I, don't no. know, I don't know if he makes top five, but top ten maybe. Uh, it's really sad that as we're having this conversation... Big cats. I'm, I'm making my list in my head, oh. and they're mostly men. <laughs> as a Seth Rollins, as a straight, there it is. There it is. Yeah. As, a, as a straight Seth Rollins. married man, I'm making my list in my head as Morgan's talking about this, and it's just like <laughs> there's a lot of men in here that I'd like. I totally just you know break and just you know what? You only live once. <laughs> you know, if he done if he had done like the the like someone versus someone, like picked like a wrestler versus a wrestler, which was all of us watching WrestleMania this year. Absolutely. During uh, the 
But it would have been ten times problems. easier to me to pick them than try to ask me to pick the fucking top tot, top five. That was a good probably six hours of my life is while I was bored to death during that <laughs> WrestleMania that wouldn't end. Because I just me kept who pitting, I would fuck. Yeah, I just kept yeah. pitting wrestlers together to try and pass the time to enjoy <laughs> that event. Was, What's your inspiration when you are um, arting? Coming up with art, <laughs> arting. I don't that know. Is, that's a verb now. <laughs> arting. Arting is in the podcast vernacular. <laughs> um. I don't know. I kind of just go by whatever you guys like. I, I mean, when you guys give me a match, I basically go through like, give me an overview. Tell me what goes on in the match and I'll go from there. I mean, otherwise, it's just figuring out what to draw from there and how creational I want to get with it. Like the last one was easy. A couple of Rottweilers. And frankly, yeah. it was a part part bit laziness because I was like, I'm not drawing a fucking ring. I'm not going through this whole entire thing. I'm drawing dogs well, and a crate. Well, no one in the audience's attention was on the ring either. So why bother? <laughs> <laughs> but um but no i was just like fuck it you know i do what i do whatever seems to fit with the match happens to work Mm. nice do you have any all right you've been watching wrestling pretty actively for like the last two years years. if you at the top of your head had to guess something you've seen in the last two years that you thought was terrible that should be taken to court is there anything that pops out fucking terrible oh jesus because i know personally you don't like the monster push for charlotte no it's fucking terrible She's no, it's it's honestly, she's just going off a of daddy's legacy. She's not like granted, yes, she's a decent right like wrestler and everything, but her gimmick is garbage. The whole thing about it is just ripping off a of daddy. She only like yeah, I don't think she works as a face. Like her heel stuff is off. Yeah, yeah. because I think they played into it that way. They kind of. When they brought her the main roster, like, this is Flair's on her, Flair's on her, put her with Flair. But to be fair, it would be like trying to throw Becky as a fucking heel. Becky would be a terrible heel. I, I think, she's so over right now. You try to throw her in a yeah. heel. I don't know if she'd know how to fucking throw that correctly. I think she, she could work as heel because she has such uh, a lot of her, her style is so physical and submission moves are usually a heel thing. True. And I mean, she does cut the probably on the roster, the best baby face promo male or female. Absolutely. But if she tried to promo, if you try to promo heel, I feel like she needs some work. Yeah. She could probably do it though. I think, Becky, as a whole, might be able to handle being a heel. I think it's the writing staff that may not be able to handle Becky as a heel. They might not be able to write for her. Accurate. They're toying with the idea of kind of making Bailey a slight heel. They're trying to make her... um... Yeah, but I feel like Bailey could pull it off. Oh, yeah. Well, because she she said on the Austin podcast a couple weeks ago, she would go like how Eddie Guerrero did and just look like she didn't want to be there. And like she would stop putting her hair up and just look terrible. So, like, you yeah. would get mad at her for not wanting to be there. And as soon as she said that, I was like, oh, yeah, that would be the only way to make that version of what she yeah. is now heal. Especially because she really wants to be there. She's been dreaming of this since she's a kid. Blah, yeah, blah, 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 is... blah. So, like, the best way to probably have done that is when she was going through that whole feud with uh, Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. Yeah, and, and she never throw in the out. whole entire fucking rip the hair down. Just be like, fuck it. You know what? You want to act like I'm the one who wants to be here all the time? Like, whatever. I don't want to be here. I don't want... This isn't my dream anymore. My dream is to kick your ass. Yeah, if they're going to push someone like you over me, who wants... Yeah, but, but like, I mean, they say that, like, Sasha is doing all those, like, borderline shoots about how, like, this has been my dream. You are you were a fitness girl first who came here for the money. Yeah. Which, it, yeah, if they let Bailey do that, it would have probably got her way it, more over his absolutely. face. Absolutely. Like, almost NXT level. Shit. I didn't even think about that. All right, Point Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I know what I'm talking about. This is what I get for like not really actively following the product for two and a half months. <laughs> <laughs> and just getting psyched up for the G1. Talk about the G1, buddy. Oh, it's been incredible. 
Uh, I'm a huge fan. So far in the G1, uh, the best matches I've seen. Uh, I haven't really... I kind of skipped through a lot of the multi-man tags because, you know, it's New Japan filler and stuff. It's usually interesting to see who gets a pan and shit. But uh, I was a little disappointed that Kota Ibushi came back and lost his first match. Uh, I mean, sure, it was to Naito. He's, like, uh, the biggest merch mover over there, and he's an incredible wrestler and stuff. Is it just a little disappointing to see a guy come back after being Tiger Mask W for a long time and losing his first match when all anyone really wants to see is a G1 final of him and Kenny Omega in a, a match of the Golden Star Lovers, which would be incredible. But, I mean, you know, you know they had Tamatanga and the Kenny Omega thing was great. Just anything Kenny Omega. Like, the dude's, uh, his last, like, four matches, I think they were saying on commentary, he's done over 155 minutes of wrestling in his last four, like, main event singles matches. Randy, I have a question. Mm-hmm. On the scale of likely to no chance in hell, does Kenny Omega come to WWE? Um, he's only, I think he's going to be 34 pretty soon, but he loves Japan. I mean, I think he lives there full time. He, he speaks not perfect Japanese, but I mean, he's like 85% fluent in it. You know, he, he even says himself, like the accent's a little fucked up and stuff, but everyone appreciates the effort. And I know he actually cares about the culture. Um, I think he will stay there for as long as he can until he's not a main event guy. So I think the best case scenario for him ever coming to WWE is, you know, like 38 to 40 for a quick run and get his mania thing. Yeah. That's, that's really your only chance. And I, I've often said, like, even though, like, WWE wants CM Punk back now a little bit, uh, I think your best chance to see him in wrestling again is the Bullet Club. Hmm. I think and overall. They uh, bring him in as, like, the Don. I think overall time will tell. Money will talk. We'll see. Yeah. Overall, I don't, th- I don't think he'll. He won't, I don't think he'll leave when he's a main event guy. Oh, was, yeah, no, no, absolutely not. That's what I'm saying. He'll wait till he gets, like, where Tanahashi is now, where he's, you know, I think he's, like, the same age as uh, Nakamura. So he's almost 40. So he he's not the top guy anymore. So Nakamura knew who he's getting there, so he moved on. It's it's like Young Bucks leaving right now. That's not going to happen. Young Bucks, I think there was zero chance they ever go to WWE. You think there's zero? Yeah, zero. Okay. They make, I, I think, with their merch sales and being in Hot Topic and stuff, like, they would have to give all that up. And they, would, they wouldn't be able to call their own travel schedule. They wouldn't have to be able to for their kids. Like, they make, I think they would be, as Meltzer said, they would be like the seventh highest ranking act in WWE if they took what they make now there. So and they what about their own schedule. So what about like a, you know, a month-to-month thing for Young Bucks just to, you know, work with, uh, uh, say, New Day, their boys? No, nah, I would say your best shot is if like NXT or whatever is still okay. in, in like All right. six years. And they I'll take in, it. They come in for like a Liger one shot and gotcha. take over. All right. And even th- even still, I doubt they'd do that because they'd probably be there to put s- someone over. Okay. Because you right. know how Vince is. Anytime someone came in from WCW, their first match, they always lost. DDP comes and jobs out to dinner taker. AJ loses his first WrestleMania. Uh, Booker T loses constantly, and he really doesn't get a main event push till he's been in the company for three years. Goldberg gets treated like shit over there. NWO comes in, and kind of through no fault of their own, through like injury circumstances, they get buried. Sting comes yeah. in, is 0-2 in the WWE. But then we Vader have, comes in, they push him to the main event. But then we have Sean Kevin Owens, Barrett. who comes in and beats John Cena clean on his first match. But that's because he's indie. He doesn't, he does, if he ever wrestled in TNA, he never gets that Okay, push. all right. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll take it. I'll take it. The ROH thing is fine. Like, they they tend to only take guys from ROH because they don't want them to get any drawing power. Adam Cole, and uh, they just had Red Dragon has been on NXT recently, and they got Kyle O'Reilly, who's probably uh, one of the cleanest and most, like, realistic. He's like a Benoit in a way that, like, his his matches look real. There's been, I mean, there's been reports of uh, Dijak signing right now. Yeah, which uh, he should, I don't think he should go there yet. 
He has. He's not taking any more indie dates. I don't know. I, I think that there's there's such a surplus of talent and developmental on the main roster. Like you you take uh, La Sombra, you got Andrade over there, who is probably one of the seven best guys alive, and you do nothing with him and you ruin his confidence. Yeah, he's the guy who started Los Ingobernables. And you know how I feel about him. We saw him live at uh, NXT Lowell. He's terrific. He was incredible. He's great. Uh, who do you get? Who do you wrestle that night? Um, I Morgan. Do you happen to remember? I don't remember who he wrestled by. I just remember he wrestled under Manny. Yeah, he was, yeah, he was, it was Manny, Manny Andrade. Andrade yeah. Manny Andrade. Uh, we the, who, we saw Biff Busick there. Uh, only it Lorcan. was before he was only Lorcan, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, he was Biff Busick still. He wrestled uh, Champa. That was a, that was a stiff match. Those and you don't like Champa. I, I no, I'm not a love, huge Champa. I love Champa. But uh, Ciampa. they was their their chops and their uppercuts were so. It was stiff. a good match. Like we were in like the upper, I think we were in the third row balcony, and it was loud. Yeah. But yeah, but we I think we saw was it Manny Aries? It may have been Aries. I think we saw yeah. Manny Austin Aries, and that was a great match. And I'm not a huge Austin Aries guy either. Not that it matters anymore. Yeah. All right, so we got Vince versus God, or the McMahons versus. Uh, Shawn Michaels and his uh, life partner, partner God. God. <laughs> so that'll be coming up. You guys any got any information for that? Opinions on it? Want to let us know beforehand or um, reasons or things for the prosecution or the defense to come up with? The uh, usual get at us. Get at us. Yeah. Yeah. Get at us. I, yeah. I do have a quick question for Zeke, real quick. Yeah. As as a slightly religious man. Yeah. Are you going to be able to do this with with no input whatsoever until? What we give you? Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Again. Again. This is look. It was like I was saying earlier. I got I got a little cut off before, but I imagine that when this was pitched to Shawn Michaels, they told him God was going over. They said, "Well, they you know, (laughs) you know, here's a dude who is a religious man. They're like Triple H had nothing to tie that into the angle. We want to tie that into the uh, the storyline. He might have had some reservations about it, but." At the end of the day, they sold him on like this is gonna be good story. When, however, it played out whether it was whether you know obviously we're doing this angle because people thought it wasn't good, um, but let's take another look at it, and that's yeah. that's where I'm at. Let's take another look. Oh, yeah. at it. Let's I see mean, it. Let's see. How, I'm sure like, how it goes. Shawn Michaels has a long history of if he doesn't like something being able to get it squashed because he's close with Vince. Like that. right, yeah. So uh, I'm sure there were other things they wanted to do that, like, I'll, I'll go through uh, his book and stuff and try and figure out his reservations about it and see how that went. And we won't, um, we're not going to break kayfabe for the actual court or court case itself. We'll talk about that after. So it might be kind of a long one. But uh, it'll be plenty interesting to see what the hell we find out about. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I'm here to see, like, if there, there's an angle that is unanimous, <laughs> unanimously Bad in in the popular opinion or controversial, yeah. but that's what we're here for. Or contra, uh, yeah. Well, we can have two separate rulings on that one. Then we can have your kayfabe, right. the match itself, right? And you know your personal, right? But this was fucked up ruling afterwards. <laughs> Look, well, well, I'm here to see. I'm a wrestling fan. I'm I'm taking. I'm approaching this as a wrestling fan. So, let's see what we come up with. You guys are gonna do your research. Um, you're gonna dig deep and you're gonna find out. You know all the things that might have not have been on TV and. All the things that got you know, this got squashed, and all the things that people might have—it's oh, it's missed. A, it's a it's so. a two in one trial, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. So let's have some fun with it. Mm. And also, also Ben, to answer your question, I'm sorry, Morgan. Also, to answer your question to that further, um, we've uh, as a as a you know religious man, we've said some things on this pod that you know are very rough. So we are very offensive. I'm still here. So. 100%. 
you know, look, it is what it is. As a hardcore point. atheist and a <laughs> slight Buddhist, I'm fine with all of this. Yeah, so like coming from somebody who hasn't watched the match, because like I, I obviously haven't, like... Does it sound like a good idea? <laughs> sounds like a very offensive idea. Like who, like, because I haven't seen the match, so like who the fuck portray God, portrays God? Is it just Shawn Michaels wrestling by oh, himself, uh, assuming that, wrong, that God's on the side? I don't think we should answer that question right now, because I think... But I will give you an idea of, um, you know how God is often uh, in movies portrayed as a white light? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish he was lying. All right, so Zeke, um, is there any location you'd like to talk to in particular they can get at us at? Facebook at Kfabe Court. And you can also find us on Instagram. That's with the name Kfabe Court. And Ben, anywhere? Funny story, they can actually find us on Twitter. Oxel. Weird. And Kfabe Court. The big three. Yeah, there's that. So in other words, everybody, the big three, you can just guess! <laughs> Ben. I fucking hate it. You don't have to be fit. China. China was the yeah. f- honestly. I'm gonna again. The two podcasts ago, I got really, really personal. I'll get really, really personal again. China's Playboy was the first Playboy I ever, like, purchased. Not even Sables? Sables was after hers, I thought. No, it was, uh, like, a year and a half before. Oh, was it? She, had th- she did two by the time uh, China did more. What about Tori Wilson? Those were all beautiful, beautiful women. But there was something about China when she was like, I'm going to go post-nude. And I was like, this, I don't know. I was just, like, totally into it. Yeah, different body types. Different body types. True. But, like, when she did it, I was like, yes. But I love China. But this um, is also going to be heavily Absolutely. <laughs>